Welcome back, Thursday, November the 10th. Welcome in to the GG Guillotine Week 10 Fantasy Football Podcast. We had a great little show for you guys this evening. Hope you uh, checked us out last night for the Last Chance Kitchen Draft. We had a lot of fun doing the live draft uh, in Week 10. Whole new ball game drafting in the middle of an NFL season, so that was a lot of fun if you were with us. Tonight, it is myself, Fred Chops, we've got Mr. L.F. Giatine, and we have a very special guest in the studio that we will get to very shortly, Mr. <laughs> oh, I gotta, look at that, I didn't have my keyboard set, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Slippery when wet. But first, we're gonna go down some news here. Uh, this week in the NFL, great news for listener Jurgen Goldschmidt on Twitter, fan of the show, as the NFL heads down to Munich. Uh, the first game uh, in Munich, I think, ever for the NFL. Battle of division leaders, the Seattle Seahawks versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks, technically the home team here. And uh, the Hawks, they will meet up at Allianz Arena, home of the reigning Bundesliga champions, FC Bayern Munich. So we know Jurgen Goldschmidt is fired up. Only about a six, seven-hour drive from Dusseldorf. So I believe he's going to be making the trek. Good luck, Jurgen. Represent well. Make a sign for us over there. We uh, would like to broaden our reach. We are international on this show. We were just going over some of the stats. Got a new listener in Canada. So, uh, bonjour. Uh, we've we've got a lot of injuries this week in the NFL to talk about. Top of the list, Josh Allen. Uh, we're not sure if he's going to play yet. We're going to watch that. Stafford, a DNP today with a concussion in the protocol. Kyler Murray limited. Uh, Pierce is limited there in Houston. And we've got two Raiders just put on the IR. If you were counting on Darren Waller or Hunter Renfro for the rest of the season for your fantasy team, you need to make other plans. We've got Thursday night football on the television here. We are locked in a battle. It's a rainy, messy uh, shit show down there in Carolina. But the Panthers do lead at home 13 to nothing over your Atlanta Falcons buys this week we got the ravens Bengals, patriots and jets 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 oh my on by this week next week we are looking at the jacksonville jaguars miami dolphins the aforementioned seahawks and buccaneers if you have any of those teams make some plans week 12 we get a little respite and then we're right back in week 13 with the arizona cardinals and the carolina panthers on by and you know that's gonna do it for the bullshit now what we need to do is just get right into the meat of the show. What we all came here for, to say goodbye to a good friend of ours. We lost another good man this week. So we are going to unshackle this headless corpse and get into the segment we call The Autopsy. He's been dead a long time. And I can tell you it was not poison. Oh, man. He's got lines of distension across the duodenum. 
and the interior wall was ripped open. He was hemorrhaging internally. And there was a hematoma in the rectus and the transverse abdominals. Ladies and gentlemen, homicides are homicides. Slippery. When, when? Lance, welcome into the show. I know you've been waiting to hear this song all year. Oh, yes. So much I am. <laughs> Big Sarah McLaughlin guy. Take you, it know what time it, you know what time it is when Sarah starts kicking in. It is. It's time to change the channel, usually, because there's dead dogs about to show up. It's usually my wife and I, when we hear this, we both have PTSD, because we know, like, you're, you're watching some midday special, and you're about to see some homely-ass dogs in need of your, uh, in need of your $7 a week. So... There's some more and some Judge Judy. <laughs> it is sad. So Lance, welcome into the show. We're very happy that you could join us this evening. Um, we had we had you. Okay, before we get into what happened to you, um, you know, last Sunday, Monday night, I would like to first get into what happened to you last night. Uh, we had our draft for the last chance, kitchen. <laughs> Lance. Uh, you were slippery when wet. You were the Last team out, last team into the draft. And I texted you earlier in the day to see what your plans were about a possible pod uh, coming on last night to give us your spiel. But you had told me it was your wife's birthday. So happy birthday again, Mrs. Wet. You haven't listened to the pod, but we did give her a <laughs> shout out last night. Um, yes. you, were, you were locked into a birthday dinner. Is that correct? Yes, I was uh, elbow deep with some uh, seafood boil. Nice, dude. The picture looked amazing. Uh, I didn't see it until after the show, but it made me really hungry. I had to go grab a snack before I went to bed. So we noticed, we were, we were watching, I, I told the guys on the pod, I'm like, I'm pretty sure Lance is at dinner right now. He wasn't even sure if he's going to be able to draft this team. And I only saw, I think, one auto pick on your squads. So you were drafting during dinner? Yeah, it was a very awkward moment. A lot of, a lot of stares and what's going on? Are you all right? What are you doing? I gotta I gotta commend you, man. That is impressive. Yeah, nice work done, to sir. be able to pull that off. And and and, and it was my second to last pick, uh, round thirteen, ended up with uh Hayden Hurst was my first tight end. Didn't mean to, but it's what it is at this point. It, yeah, not even a bad yeah. auto like I was I knew it was late and I was surprised that but you you had but, only but one. But they're on by this week. They are on buy, so the auto pick doesn't realize the buys. That's, that's, yeah, you do. Yeah. Hey, you still you still have James Mitchell out there in Detroit, dude. <laughs> hey, fingers crossed. That's the new Hawks. <laughs> we're banking on it. That's what we might. Let's go, Jimmy Mitchell. Free advice. Man. Free advice. Free advice. He's got one touchdown hey, in every one of the last game he played last week. So that is a good stat nope. to have. Um, so now that we you know we've caught up on last evening, we do appreciate you joining the draft and making time during your wife's birthday. I'm sure she really loved that. But now, <laughs> Lance, we got to know, Slippery Went Wet, uh, what happened last week in the GGG team, man? How did it all go wrong for you last week? We need to go back about two weeks before that, honestly. <laughs> all right, set the scene. Tomorrow. Take us back. <laughs> Take Jamar us back. Face. Jamar pops up on that injury report mid-Wednesday. I knew it was all down here from there. I really didn't uh, have his number one wide receiver to begin with. If you couldn't tell from my roster. Mm. You so were... I you finally were... spent 
you had some guys you were hopeful on, right? Cortland Sutton, beginning of the year, hopeful. Yeah. Uh, he was on a bye. He was number one. Didn't pan out, but he's on. He was on a bye last week. And not his fault. I would blame Russell Wilson no. if I had to blame somebody. No, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, now Cooks though. Cooks not getting traded. Cooks, yes. Cooks not getting traded. He's Cooks sat having out. a hissy yep. fit. He was dead. Uh, he's upset. Jamar Chase pops yeah. up on the injury report, like you said. You're right yeah. there. Um, Isaiah Pacheco and uh, gets named starter, and him and Clyde Edwards can't get ten yards together. Yeah, that was such a bait and <laughs> switch by the coaching staff uh, there. That was tough. Yeah, it was brutal. A lot of downfalls. I got two, but when it was too late. So you're right. Look at Thomas. and looking yeah. at the live scoring. So we we went into that Monday night game right um, with Slicem and Dyson had 106. He had set the high water mark, and it was you and SMD FTB slugging it out. I think you guys uh, both started off with fairly similar scores before Monday night. But he had the whole yes. Ravens team. He had Lamar Jackson, Kenyon Drake, uh, and Devin Duvernay. And basically, yeah, yeah, the, you were going up against him, right, with just one player, Taysom Hill. Yeah. Taysom Hill. So, the unicorn, the, the hook on a prayer. Which is a prayer? So, if you're going to have a guy that you need to just kind of blow up on a prayer, he's probably a guy that you would look to. So, I mean, you, you can't really yeah. fault the, the play there. I mean, if you're looking you for a tight end, they can, exactly. There's only a couple tight ends that can put up 30, and he's one of them just because of the – the position designation. So we we thought this could get interesting. You and actually, if I remember correctly, you had a slight lead on SMD FTB going in. So you had a couple points, but you were down yeah, I think two it was like men. A six, 16. And uh, yeah, 16 point lead. And then Lamar just you know he 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 Blue basically ball. yeah he basically. Uh, did enough at the quarterback position where when you have Kenyon Drake <laughs> getting two touchdowns, uh, yeah, you you kind of like pretty early. It, it looked like it was it was not going to go well for you. Were you watching this game at all? Yeah, I watched it, and uh, it was about uh, I think four minutes left in the third quarter when Kenyon Drake got that second touchdown. I already knew it was a Taysom Hill wasn't seeing any action. Was, uh, it's I crazy, man. I think I was down about 10 then, and then they just kept piling on after that. It was, it was like, <laughs> yeah, dude. It's crazy on paper looking at, you know, SMDFTB's roster. He gets a zero out of Naeem Hines, you know, and it's really just Kenyon Drake and Cooper Cup that just kind of went off. Every DK week, Metcalf kind of was strong. When you get but two I, touchdowns you know, from Kenyon Drake, the gods are just shining on you. That's your week. Yes. I lose my twenty. I lose my twenty-three. Yikes. Yeah, I mean, oh, you know what? Oh, sorry, no, too? No. You oh, picking sorry. up Tua, I thought for sure was going to be the, the, you know, the change for you, you know. And he went and, off. And and and, and Cordero, Cordero worked yeah. out. So slippery. Uh, do, yeah. do you take any solace uh, in losing? by 20 where like it wasn't that close there's nothing like oh i could have done this or i could have done that you just you had three or four players that really let you down with injuries or having hissy fits or being on by and there's basically nothing else you could do right i mean you you had tyler algier on the bench and he had a nice game but that wasn't saving you uh trevor lawrence yeah. you know scored less than two so i mean there's literally nothing you could do right yeah yeah at that point it was just uh had to go ahead and just face defeat so would you rather lose like this, or would you have rather been like a nail biter and put uh, up a better nah, fight? Nah, nah. I mean, I I rather go out this way. I don't want to be too close. I just think about what I could have did. Maybe that one play, if I was close. <laughs> but at this point, 
I better put my whole bench together. I better put my whole bench minus the quarterback, and I still win the one. That's what I mean, sir. Much easier to go to bed. Yeah. Well. So, but I went out. But I went out on time for the LCK. Yes, you did. Just yeah, in time. You, if you're going to lose, time. that's the week to lose. Absolutely. So you, yeah. you did it just yeah. right. I mean, no week's lost so, for you. You're so right I, back in. Another league, new draft. You don't have to worry about any of these scrubs, uh, you know, dragging them around the rest of the season. You get to start fresh. So we're hoping you learn something here and you take that into Last Chance Kitchen. So, um, you know, with that thought in mind, what did you learn here? I mean, what if you had to do it all over again, what would you do dif- differently? And, and what have you done differently going into Last Chance Kitchen? I would have took, honestly, I would have took the league more serious at the beginning. <laughs> There's so many teams, it's, it's, um, my roster is so weak at the point when you're driving 16 deep. Uh, I would have took yeah, it more serious crazy. at first, uh, but once uh, I started using the app a little more, it got upgraded, uh, updated, got a little smoother, that worked out some. Uh, <laughs> learned how to work that fab. Yeah, yeah. No, that is key. Because it's, it's lethal. It's lethal. And you did, of all the teams in Last Chance Kitchen, I mean, you have the most experience, uh, you know, you and I. So we should have a hand up. Do you feel like your draft went better there? I mean, obviously nine teams, so you're going to have much better talent. But, I mean, do you feel like that prepared you for the draft and, and you feel like you're going to be better going forward? It did, but when it's only nine teams and it's middle of the season, you know who's who basically at this <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. So and, everybody. and you have bye weeks, either this week, next week, or you know what I mean, somewhere in the next few, you got to kind of got around that injuries, who might not play this week, you know. So. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. I think, what round did uh, Jonathan Taylor go in? He went late. Dude, we were, yeah. <laughs> like, we were talking about here, that. If you go back he on the like pod, I don't even listen to, I don't even listen to the draft oh, that's pod right. yet. I forgot, I forgot. But we oh, did, to, it was like we had to give a Jonathan Taylor update every two rounds because he was still on the board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. he's dropping. Oh, oh, you, oh, you recorded live, live. Yes, we did a, a special oh, last night. You have to listen oh, to that. Nice. We were going to try to get you on, but I know you, you had the dinner, so. Um, when you get a chance, everybody, go back, everybody listen go to back and listen to the last episode. You listen to the last episode. That's right. There you go. Get the plug in. So yeah. uh, overall thoughts on guillotine leagues. This is your first year doing it, to my knowledge. Uh, what do you think? Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait for LCK. I'm all in now. There we go. This might, this might have taken priority over my other four leagues. I'm not going to lie. Well, like the, the urgency, it's, right? Like, Yeah, because... Uh, <laughs> Like I said, I mean, here today, going tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. man. That's it. It's a little You're something done. more. There's a little something more to kind of play for, you know? Right, but, um, right. Yeah, it's sick. Hey, man, going back to some of your pickups, you actually ended up getting some really good receivers this year. And you actually, you were the one that got Jamar Chase for $399, almost uh, 400 bucks. Yeah, Some solid receivers throughout the year. 40% of that fan. Nice, man. Yep. Yeah, you started with J.K. Dobbins, your first pickup. <clears throat> um, obviously, he's had his injury issues. Uh, then you then along the way, like Jason was saying, you picked up Brandon Cooks, Terry McLaurin, Jamar Chase, uh, and then got a, you know a slew of running backs here. So you did pretty good. I mean, you spent most of your money. Um, you were active. That was your highest bid, Jamar Chase at three ninety nine. The next highest bid for you was that first pick, J.K. Dobbins, early on in the season, one fifty seven. So I feel like your bidding was, um, you know, you didn't go crazy. Um, and you tried to get players that were volume guys. I mean, I feel like your strategy was pretty sound here. Um, you know, from what I'm seeing with your with your fab bidding. 
the one thing, uh, J.K. Dobbins, the first week I got him, I didn't even play him. That was his highest scoring week of the year. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. It's all right. Well deserved, well deserved. That'll happen. He's like, yeah, hey, man, play me. Uh, and then Brandon Cooks, once I got him, that's when all the trade rumors started. Mm. I had Jamar for week four. two weeks. Yeah, but it's like maybe you're the kiss of death. Isaiah Pacheco was supposed to be good until you picked him up. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. So was all Romeo Dubs. <clears throat> that was only two weeks ago. Yeah. Was Romeo Dubs? Yeah. So you're the kiss of death. Um, it used to be Kareem Hunt, and now it's just slippery when wet. So uh, anybody that you've yes. had on your squad, I'm just steer clear from from here on out. That's actually good to know. I'm gonna make a little <laughs> note here. Do not pick up any of your players. So just to, I will say though, Trevor Lawrence did uh, take me a long way in the season. I just this probably my second game, second week. I didn't start Trevor Lawrence. Pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, right, man. You drafted Trevor Deshaun Lawrence, Watson. Lawrence thought, that, you thought he might yeah, be coming back. I, I thought I was gonna make it that long. I almost <laughs> made it there. You did. And yeah, no, Trevor Lawrence, they've had a pretty good season there in Jacksonville. It was kind of his coming out season. Give him Christian Kirk and stuff. He had weapons. It's uh That'll be fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Now I'm, I'm interested to see Calvin Ridley go in there. Oh, that's going to be so she nice next year. Awesome. Yeah. Now that he has a like a real alpha receiver, and they got you know, you know, good offensive mind there. They're they're putting up points. I mean, the running back looks good. Etienne off the injury. They're going to be a lot of fun to watch. I think going forward once they get there. It'll be interesting to see what know, they chemistry. do in the draft too. If they if they get another running back, something weird, some late round running back, you know. Yeah. Or just, who's the Who's the backup now? I mean, I just think they need offensive linemen, and they need help on, on defense. Uh, Agnew, well. Jamal Agnew. Yeah. Yeah, he's is uh, Jamichael Hasty too, right? Isn't it? I think they got. Uh, I think they got Hasty there. I know he scored a touchdown one week, vultured me from Etienne. I wasn't too happy about. it. I think it was him. So, just taking a quick look at your draft here, I will say you drafted right in the middle at number nine. You started Dalvin Cook, Javante Williams. Cortland Sutton, Gabe Davis, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So Cook obviously has been awesome. Javante getting injured really hurts you. Um, you know, two Broncos back to back probably hurts you. Just you, you think they're going to the be good Broncos with Russell Wilson? Kind of and, and he just kind of yeah. fucked you. Uh, Gabe Davis has had some big games, but it hasn't quite taken that Not next consistent. step that we thought. Yeah, and then Edwards-Hilaire has just been a bust for the most part. Um, you know, yeah. after that, he you had know, a big we're talking, week one. Yeah, week one. Yeah, he, yeah, week one, he, he looked good, and then also. Yeah. And then uh, downhill slip. Yeah, uh, and like you and said, I, you had I, Cole Komet, who just disappeared until like the last two weeks. Oh, disappointing. That, yeah, he was supposed to go hurt. off for Justin. And I forgot, about, I forgot about Javante. That hurt real bad. Yeah, that, that's, that's one. Why, that, that's yeah. why I spent the money on JK. That's why I spent the fab on JK. Oh, uh, yeah. You have to. It's high draft capital to lose to an injury early yeah. in the season. So that is tough. But we do appreciate you joining the league this year. I thought you did really well to make it this far, considering the bad luck and injuries you had. And hopefully you do better in the last chance kitchen. Um, but you know what that means. Uh, all your players just hit the waiver wire. So we got to figure out how much they went for and, you know, who picked them up? Let's get into the waivers. Uh, 
All right. Uh, you heard the guys. I mean, we just talked about them. LF Guillotine. Uh, who do we got this week hitting the waivers, and who spent their coin, sir? Yeah, handful of fellas there. So Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook out there, number one, 103. Goes to our boy Slice em and Dice em. Slice them. I love it. Slice down. And it's crazy, you know, hey, last week, weekly average, 282, 329 on the season. So as you can see, our pockets are getting <laughs> skinned. <Getting> slim. <laughs> I mean, but we're we getting talked guys, about, so. like, is, is Slow Nation is just the tightest mother Yeah. Death. Like, when is he going to spend his money? I was looking at it. I sent you a text. I was like, he could he could uh, bid for Dalvin and Jamar Chase if he wanted. Let's say Chase was like prime and would have outbid everybody and still had 103 bucks left to, to kind of keep going this it's crazy is his, it's, is this his name even on the list no uh dude. yeah he did get terry mclaurin well oh, i was gonna geez. not not for dalvin and this has me Over. scratching my head because i'm the next highest bid at 79 uh slice i'm getting him there at 103 so i just that's crazy to me i thought i'd be like wow. way low i did not expect to even be the second highest bid so Great pickup there for Slicem to get another running back. I know he needs one. Uh, you know, Dalvin to me is one of the ten best for a hundred bucks right now. This is gonna look pretty good, Dude. I think, looking back. Yeah, great pickup. So that's all. That's, that's my first round pick. First round pick for a hundred bucks. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, you can't sneeze at that. Come on, fellas, what are we doing here? Got a price in force. Uh, next on the list, uh, get off me, <laughs> taking Cordero Patterson in the game tonight, returning kicks. That's about all I've seen him do uh, for 58 doll hairs. Uh, the next highest bid, uh, 42, so not bad. Pretty close there. Do we like the the Patterson pick here at number two, $58? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we see he just came back off injury. He went off, so I mean, if he's going to keep doing that, it's good stuff. 27 weekly average, 49 for the season. So he paid for him. Obviously, he's paying for those points. Um, yeah, I think he's good. I don't know if he would he play him this week or not. He's still got Tony Pollard and David Montgomery. So maybe just getting some depth there. Forget off yeah. me. He, he's always I mean, I'd say, yeah, you, yeah. He's always putting yeah, in. Yeah, I mean, putting I think he's an He gets so. players every week, and he's always up there at the top. So he's got something working over there. I think he's putting together a hell of a squad. Get off me. Next on the list, yeah. uh, slice him and dice him again, taking Jamar Chase for $43. Next high bid, $40. Very close there. Uh, Jamar Chase, been injured. Uh, obviously, we, we talked about it earlier. One of the reasons uh, that Slippery went, wet, went home, you know, he's um, – it's been tough to get him back on the field, and I don't know that he's fully healthy. We've heard that he could have possibly played last week. Um, we will see this week, but if he comes back to full health for $43, we talked about him on the draft show a lot last night. This could be a great pickup, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Why not? I mean, he's already got Justin Jefferson and Chris Olave. I mean, he's, he's definitely putting a slew of receivers together. He had Michael Pittman, I think, with everything going on with the Colts going down. That's, I mean, that's a great pickup. On a bye this week, so... I don't know, 88 for the uh, week. Last week, 272 for the season. So obviously value fucking steal. Yeah, and, and then the injury driving him down hasn't been productive, obviously, because of it last few weeks. Uh, then we got Slow Nation picking up uh, Terry McLaurin there in D.C., 37 bucks. Next highest bid, 11. So Slow opening up the pockets a little bit here to go get his guy, diehard Commanders fan there in the nation. 
And, you know, he went out, he said, you know, I'm going to spend big this week. I'm finally going to do it. And he spent a whole $37 <laughs> to get Terry McLaurin. So very well done, <laughs> you tight bitch. Uh, slippery when wet. Any of this surprise you here? Does it, did this go about how you thought it would, or are you, like, confused? 43. Oof. That confusing, Oof. right? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild to me. 43. I know he's on bio by me, but I feel like... If they were gonna put them on a, <laughs> if they were gonna put them on IR, they would have put them on. You know, it would have been four weeks the week after the bye, but it'll be three this week. So I feel like he'll he'll be back next week. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. He's, he's just it, a little scary to me. Like I don't have a ton of money left. I I, I probably would have bid a little bit harder on him. <clears throat> yeah, forty three bucks. Oof. It could turn out to be nice. I mean, I even stayed away from him in the draft last night. It just hurt players right now, scare me because like one aggravation and like, ugh, I just don't. I want I want to have guys that are healthy at this point. You know, even if I'm going to miss out on a good talent. So next on the list wonder, here, go ahead. Uh, no, I just wonder where that number came from because the next highest on Jamar Chase was forty bucks. You know, so what what were we looking uh, at? Just somebody said, oh. Is, his weekly average, I guess, just went in half of it or something. I'm curious. I'll just throw 40 on him. I, I, Slicem's got some, some sort of uh, equation over there, I'm pretty sure. He's usually on top of his <laughs> bids. He wants his guy. He, he dials worse. it up. Yes. <laughs> Haven't we all? So uh, next on the list to, to continue down, get off me, getting to a tongue of Iloa for 23 bucks. Uh, diehard Dolphins nerd uh, get off me. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he, he talks about Tua every week, so he finally went out and got his man. Um, you know, lucky for him, Tejas uh, didn't have a high enough bid this week. Tejas only bid 13 for Tua to get him back. You know, round and round he goes, where he stops, no, but nobody knows. So get off me, finally getting Tua, and as long as he doesn't get cut, uh, you know, we'll, Tejas has got to be just in shambles, knowing that he's not going to be able to pick up Tua again. At this point, uh, you know, it's going to be <laughs> sure hard for him to go to sleep tonight. But there he is next on the list, Tejas, getting Gabe Davis uh, for $21. Next highest bid, six. Uh, Tejas doubling up, getting Greg Dulcich and uh, dropping Isaiah Likely. This one, a little bit of a head scratcher. Dulcich has been nice for 17 bucks, but I think, you know, maybe that's Andrews coming back. Grits, you're the Ravens expert here is that why you think he dropped Isaiah Likely off the touchdown no I think um he's on a bye this week they're on a bye this week so he needed to tie it in I don't think he had anybody there so dropping okay. him sucks I don't know who else he could have really dropped but uh I that know. makes more I mean, sense yeah, I, think, I, I um, wasn't factoring that in I just thought maybe because Andrews was getting healthy but uh, I think you know they don't really have they they lost their number one wide receiver they don't have a ton on the outside I think they're gonna have to use Likely more like a wide receiver so it could be interesting um, you know, for another team, if he wasn't picked up already, I didn't even look at that. I guess they run tonight, so hey, get your bids in for Isaiah Likely. <laughs> Flocked up next on the list, <laughs> taking Tyler Algier in this game this evening. I've seen he had a couple good runs, but nothing to write home about. Uh, dropping the aforementioned Hunter Renfro going to IR for 17 bucks. Next highest bid, $11, so pretty tight. Flocked up again on the list with the next two players taking Russell Wilson and David Njoku for an eight spot and a seven spot. Uh, do we know if Njoku is playing this weekend? I know he had an injury as well. Have we seen any updates on that? Um, I have not heard any updates on that. I've seen, like, I've seen the same thing. He's been hurt. I mean, he's got um, Tyler Higby there in his roster. So, 
Um, I think he'd probably go that route. But, uh, yeah, I don't know about Njoku. I am interested to see how, you know, if and when Deshaun Watson comes back, how those two sync up because they paid Njoku a lot of money. Um, I guess they anticipate some stuff out of him. I'd like to see it because Amari Cooper can't carry the rock the whole time for Cleveland, you know. He's been good this year. Was that your was that your player slippery? Was David Njoku on your squad? No, no, he's on the waivers. Okay, he's just a waiver. I'm surprised he was out there. Honestly, I mean, I guess it's because he's been injured, or I don't know, because he's been hurt. Yeah. Okay, that makes and, sense. And had the bye last week. Okay, that's probably yeah. The buys definitely these guys get get dropped and overlooked. Uh, so just to continue down with the rest of these scrubs, uh, Freddie chops there taking Cortland Sutton. Um, you know, I got I had Demarcus Robinson last weekend, so it's just like an empty spot. I'm just kind of shuffling through receivers. I think Sutton's a better wide receiver than what we've seen, so I'll take another stab. I know Lance you drafted him pretty high, right? He's like fourth round, third round. Yeah, he Sutton. was uh, he was my I believe my number one wide receiver. Yeah, we had big hopes for him. Hasn't been great. He's had a couple good weeks early, but we'll we'll see if they can figure it out there in Denver. Come on, Russ. Cook, baby. Are you going to play him this week? I think I'm going to play him this week, yeah. <laughs> I think, I've got, like, this one him? roster spot that I'm just shuffling through any idiot that's got, like, a good matchup. Yeah. And I'm looking at your squad a... pre and post. Okay. I, I almost think you would have you would have sat uh, old Devonta, old Danta, this, this tonight, and then uh, play uh, Sutton over him. So I actually had... Uh, I had him on the bench for uh, TJ Hawkinson, but I, I didn't like the matchup uh, there for Buffalo, so I switched him out thinking that this could be a close game and that the Panthers could probably win. And last time the Panthers yeah. played Atlanta, he put up like 30 points. So that's kind of like... I think you, I think you should get a double tied in, man. I, I did Hall. the last couple of weeks, I think. <laughs> uh, but to continue, continue down with the waivers, slice him and dice him again. Coming in strong this week, taking Jalen Warren in Pittsburgh. I like that for six bucks. I think he's going to end up starting there sooner than later. LFG, here you are on the list with Taysom Hill. You'll take that for a, for a schnickel for a Taysom dollar there, dollar, dropping man. a Thank ton. You. And you're doing the tight end. I you, sir. Good luck. Yeah, a little lottery <laughs> ticket. Hey, good maybe luck, maybe he's the new assassin. We'll have to keep track of this. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's just, it's just a piece. And then, Are you playing him? No, not this week. <laughs> I got Kittle back this week. Let's go. Oh, yes, George. Let's go, baby. And then uh, to round it out, Freddie Chops again there with Brandon Cooks. Um, I'll take a stab. I had Romeo dubs and i'm just not sure what's going on there i'm doing a little bit of the wide receiver shuffle as well maybe if cook stops crying for a few minutes we can get him back on the field and he can get some production so um that'll do it for all of slippery one wet's players i hope they found a nice landing spot with their new teams and they will treat them better uh, because they deserve better uh slippery when wet and we're going to give them what they deserve So we've picked through your corpse, man. I mean, how you feeling now? I mean, I feel like a little bit of closure. You can move on. Yeah, I feel cleansed. <laughs> <laughs> so Slippery's going to go getting his get, uh, get best rid of downward, those demons. his best downward <laughs> dog, light some sage and see if he can't clear the, the cobwebs out, get the bad energy, the bad mojo out of his house now that he's been cleansed. And see if he can redeem himself in the last chance kitchen. So now, I guess what we got to do is we got to hear from the man with the algorithms because it's time to check the Santa. You know what I want? I want to talk to Santa. Santa. 
for those that don't know, these Sanson rankings, proprietary, algorithmically uh, put together formula by our own LF Giatine, the mathematician, the mad magician, the man with the master plan. He has come up with a way <laughs> to quantify teams in this league, in this format, a power rankings, if you will, for the GG Giatine Fantasy Football League. Why Sanson? Well, the Sanson family were the lead executioners for several decades in France when the guillotine was introduced, and they chopped many a head. So LFG has put together his statistical anomalies, and he has the Sanson rankings this evening, and the people want to know who is number one in the Sanson. Well, ladies and gentlemen, number one... You've tired of hearing his name, Schlow Nation, still doing it, still strong. Very good. Yeah, Number man, two. sick of it. Who's next? Compton Bamas. He's a squad. Compton coming up. He's he's steadily rising the ranks, right? Was he three last week? Yeah. That's right, man. He's uh, he's coming up now. He's strong. He's staying at two. He was two last week. Okay. One move two. up. Here's one move up from last week. <laughs> Myself moving up from four to three. Thank you very much, Sanson. We'll take it. Loves him. Loves some LFG. <laughs> a little uh, Stockholm syndrome for Sanson there. Sorry, man. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, and because of that, one guy moved down. Tejas Plainsman. He's moving down to four. He's not looking good. He <laughs> think he's got a slow. He thinks he's out every week. Go in the wrong <laughs> direction, Tejas. Let's get some more quarterbacks and bump you back up. Yep. There we go. Number five, flocked up. Looking all right. Number six, Freddie Chops. That's there actually a close one between you guys. For me and Sanson uh, score there, 1231 for Flocked Up, 1227 for yourself. So okay, coming close. for you, Flocked Up. On your heels, nipping, <laughs> baby. Let's go. All right. The last three. Here we go. 1207, slice them and dice them. Number eight, get off me. Number nine, SMDFTB with a 967 score. It's under 1,000. Not looking real good at all. <laughs> I mean, this, this Sanson has been chasing this guy now for weeks. Ever since the Sanson got a hold of I'm uh, the artist formerly known as I'm Me, Sanson's Finest, he's got SMDFTB in the crosshairs. And, uh, I mean, we got to be getting close, right? If I'm looking at the standings uh, as one does, average points per, per week, there's only one team under the 100 point line and actually the second to last is at 109 almost 110 slice them and dice them smd ftb about 10 points behind that at 98.7 he's only got six dollars of fab left and he has one two three four near-death experiences four piece <laughs> nobody else has more than one so this guy just I mean, he's escaping death every week. He's a magician. How does he do it? It's been the Raven stack, man, and it's not happening this week. They're on bye. It's <sighs> taking him 10 weeks. This <laughs> is it. We finally made it to the, the bye week blues for SMDFTB. So I'm maybe he started to pack his bags already. Uh, the Sanson doesn't like him. We can already hear in SN, uh, LFG's voice. That he maybe does not like him this week, and maybe he's going to have to go home. So we will see. Uh, that's your Sansom rankings again. Uh, thank you so much, LFG, for putting these together, running uh, the spreadsheets, and giving us, uh, you know, a way to 
sort of see the power rankings in this league, you know, it is tough having the the fab and every week's a new league. Like you say, we lose a team. So it's hard to give power rankings. And, um, you know, they need to be on point because one week and you can be gone. So the Sanson, look, it doesn't miss much. Okay. You can run, but you cannot hide. We've said it before. I would be very, very careful. Sleep with one eye open tonight. SMD FTB. And that's going to bring us to our final segment this evening. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. We're going to lock it up. We're going to give our predictions for who we think is going home in week 10 of the GG Giatine. Now, I will preface this by saying LFG, uh, having just sent home another team last week, is now four for eight on the season. He's a fucking machine, and we're not sure how he does it. But uh, batting 500, I mean, Tony Gwynn got nothing on him. Todd Carew, I mean, fellas, step your game up. Batting 500 on the year, and we got to know, I guess, you know, right off the top, who's going home this week? Yeah, dude, I mean, looking at it, dude, same old um, same old thing with Sanson. I got SMDFTB. It's week 10. I'm sorry, man. I've been cheering him on. I like the, the four near deaths. I respect it. <laughs> But uh, it's just, I don't think he's going to get saved this week, man. Well, it's Cooper Cup. It's, I mean, I'll tell you what, he's got Cooper Cup and Christian McCaffrey. If they get 50 points each, then I'll lose my mind. I don't know. You heard it there. <laughs> I mean, you got basically a 50% chance. And uh, considering his, his team situation this week, I think it might even be higher this week. So SMD, FTB, uh, it was nice knowing you. And now to Slippery When Wet. Uh, you've seen these teams. You've played them for nine weeks. And you know what happens, what it takes to get chopped. Who do you think is going home this week? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, people have to agree. SMD. Gotta go home. <laughs> ain't gotta go home, but you gotta get the hell out of here. <laughs> you ain't got to go home, he home. says. But you and do he's got nowhere to, to go. Here. Nah. Well, he's got yeah. nowhere to go. Well, four near deaths. I, I just want to say I had zero near deaths and zero... Uh, First place finishes. Appreciate you, Slug. Beat me by point three that week. Oh, <laughs> point three. Point three. But yeah, that was it. I mean, is that, is that a, the week that you didn't play J.K. Dobbins? No, that was when I had a good team. Oh, Man, I will say before before the waiver went, before this fab, I had a three way kind of tie. Looking at who who could be kind of chopped this week: Tejas, Slicem, and SMDFTB. So Tejas and Slice are making moves. Um, SMDFTB not looking too healthy, man. Sorry. He is not. And um, I agree with you guys. I I picked him the last two or three weeks. And, uh, you know, I thought I had him last week, to be honest with you. I, I thought it was in the bank. I really thought that Taysom was going to have a blow-up game. I think it was even before the Monday night. I thought you were going to score a, little, a few more points there, Slippery, with some of your guys and just – um, you know, maybe got a little unlucky there, but I'm going to have to be contrarian. I know you guys want to send him home. I know Sanson wants to send like him home. It. We have three votes for SMD FTB this week to be sent home, but I'm taking a look uh, just north of him, uh, a team that we actually liked and we thought made some moves this week uh, on the waivers, but he spent a lot of money on a running back. That running back is on a buy. Uh, he's got another really good running back who is injured and is getting like five to six touches a game. 
Now, his best player may not play this week. And I'm talking about get off me. I've chased him <laughs> around the block a few weeks. And I've tried to send him home as well. So let's try it again. I think Josh Allen is not going to play. And here's the kicker. If Allen does play, I don't think he's going to be very good. And he's got a possibility to get hurt again in the game. So that could really fuck him up. So he's already got his head on, you know, a little bit spinning here. Now he does have Dak Prescott, and he just picked up Tua again, like we talked about at Cleveland. Um, they may not need him a lot. They could probably just run the ball and beat Cleveland. Um, you know, if he plays Tua. You know, Dak, who knows? He's coming back off the injury. Is he going to play? Is he not? Is he good? I don't know. So he's got Pollard. Now Zeke's supposed to come back. Uh, Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins, love it. Everything else is absolute <laughs> turd city. Because we're looking at David Montgomery, <laughs> we're looking at Antonio Gibson, and we're looking at Dalton Schultz. Uh, he's got Cordero Patterson in the game with three points in the third quarter. is almost over in the rain. It's not oh, looking that's pretty. that's true. Forget off me. Um, you know, if Josh Allen plays and does Josh Allen things, that could change. And that's always the scenario for him. But he, he's not looking good with that um, penis implant that didn't go in or whatever the injury is there for Josh Allen. So <laughs> I'm going to send home it off me. So there he is. You got three picks for SMDFTB, and we got one pick for Get Off Me. We will see what happens this week. Really looking forward to it. Again, thank you so much, Slippery When Wet, for joining us this evening and for doing the draft in a tough spot last night. You are the man. Glad to have you in the Last Chance Kitchen. Any last thoughts for the people? Uh, join a guillotine. It'll be worth it. Trust me, you'll be a, you'll be hooked. <laughs> I love it. All yeah. I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> I love it. That's what she said. It is good, man. I mean, it's <laughs> it, it's just contagious. I mean, I had to. I feel like we had to talk some people into it this this year. Not a ton of people. You know, you got a lot of leagues, and I, we try to put this together kind of last minute. And, um, you know, it's like after you have three or four leagues, like, fuck, do I really want to do another one? But it, it is so much different, and it's a it's a great puzzle to try to solve, and it's so much different than, um, you know, your regular standard leagues, um, you know, your keeper leagues, or even best ball leagues. Like, it's just such a different puzzle, and it's so cool how it changes every week. And that's so why I love what LF Guillotine brings to the table with the Sansom rankings, and we just, we always, <laughs> we always have numbers flying, and things change very quickly. And he is a master with a spreadsheet. So is there anything else you want to say this week before you send SMDFTB home, LFG? No, man. I mean, I like I like the near losses. I like the near uh, the near wins, whatever you want to call them. But uh, it's it's not happening this week. I don't I don't see it. Sorry, Shire. Let's fucking go. Right. Well, the, the fans are not happy about it, but hey, it is what it is. So we will see if you can get to five and nine. And we will catch you guys all next week on the next episode. Uh, appreciate you joining us. And later. Thank you for listening to the GG Guillotine Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to like, subscribe, and leave a 69-star review. Follow us on Twitter at ggguillotine or give us a call at 949-GGG-CHOP. Goodbye.